0: All right, boys and girls, we're back. I don't know what episode it is. I think it's 44. Is that right? Four. 44. Yeah. Guys, we did it well. We we had another positive weekend in the betting realm, and you're just Very loving that we're stringing it together, guys. Um, Listen, if you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a loyal listener, if you're part of the L's, thank you for being back. Thank you for listening, and thank you for fading us. Thank you for taking our bets. Thank you for just being here, you know? Thank you for liking and subscribing, guys. This is BD Radio. Um, Co-host is me, Cam. And as always, my co-host on the other end of this entire phone call, Ryan McGrill, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Legend. What's good, brother? How are you?
1: I'm doing great. 9-3 and weekend. Can't complain about that. Um, Actually planning on shooting over to Huntsville this weekend, so go see the crew, the... The old roommates from college that you know. Oh,
0: Illinois,
1: wild Bill have and friends. A good weekend. When's he getting married? Is he married? I know he proposed. Nah, they they're engaged. So I'll find out all those details this weekend and come back and report.
0: Good deal, man. That's
1: awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. How was your? Yeah. Uh, how was this past weekend for you? Oh, pretty chill. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Just yeah. hung around here. Nothing wild. What about you?
0: Same, bro. Same. Same stuff. Uh, hung out with my girl and, uh, we, we, uh, we did that and she's got this wine bar that she likes a lot that just opened up in Tuscaloosa and we went there and the wine that she gets is honestly, full disclosure, is delicious at that wine bar and I just got to get her some of that so we can, so we can share you know?
1: Oh, hey man, I'm a big wine guy. Dude. Love, what was it? Red? Has to be
0: red. No, dude, this was a Merlo. This Aww. was a, uh, Moscato. It's called D'Asi Moscato. Oh my Cascanetta Vietti is the brand, and it's delicious. Very sweet, but that's the kind I of believe- guy I am.
1: See, I don't like the sweet. Mm,
0: that's where we're different for sure. Because yeah. I gotta have it. I gotta have see, it. You, for sure.
1: You've always been like that with your alcohols, though. You've always been
0: like that with your alcohol. Hundred percent. Because I'm not really a dedicated drinker. Full disclosure. No. If I'm drinking, I'm getting blacked, and that's the only that's the only way for me. Because you, you don't really like beer. I'm not a huge beer guy, uh, unless I'm eating or it's my favorite beer, which is Summer Shandy. That's the so only I'm way I will drink a casual beer. Yeah. I, I drink one beer casually, and then the other ones, I drink it, I drink IPAs with my meals, and then if I'm just drinking, drinking, I'm just drinking, and I don't care what See, I'm that's drinking.
1: That's what's weird. You're not a beer guy, but you like IPAs.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. That's so weird. That is a fair point. I can't drink them casually, though. All right, listen. Let's just hey, we're getting yeah, sidetracked. Get this is supposed to be the intro. You're right. You're right, guys. I know. You can skip through this part. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Let's just dive right into it. Ryan's got a few topics before we get into the best, but then we're getting into the good part towards the end, if you want to skip to that as well, uh, because we're on a heater right now. We're on a three-week stint where we just can't lose. Bottom line, we're coming back. I'm rising from the ashes like a phoenix, and Ryan's continuing to dominate the program, and you just flat out love to
1: see it, boys and girls. Let's dive into it, and this is episode 44. So we probably should have done this last week. Um, a big... Big, kind of a somber way to start the podcast, but we're going to lead into something fun. Okay. Um. R.I.P. to Alex Trebek. Yeah, um, it is. Passed away because of the cancer. Um, I'm not exactly sure which one it was, but he passed away last week. And as you know, he's the uh, host of Jeopardy. And so, um, a lot of people really came out after after he passed away, said some heartfelt things, like Aaron Rodgers and some other people. But what I wanted to do with this is. Are you a big game show guy? Um, I don't go out of my way to watch them.
0: I'll say that. But when they're on the TV, I find them pretty
1: interesting, I'll be honest. I was going to say, because I'm not the biggest on them, but the ones I do end up watching, I do enjoy. Like, I'm not a big tre- Jeopardy guy. I do like The Price is Right. Family Feud is my interesting. favorite. Family Feud is by far my favorite. That was my next question. Out of the game shows, which is your favorite? I just love Steve Harvey. He he makes the show. He really does. He's
0: funny as shit. Um, uh, but the other who, who was the white dude that did it before? He was on a uh, Home Improvement with Allen with with the, uh, Tim Allen. He had a beard.
1: Oh yeah, I can I don't know the that guy's name. He was but, okay. Yeah.
0: He was pretty good. But then they got Steve Harvey, and he really he really amplified it.
1: Well, remember Steve Harvey was an actual comedian before. Yeah, and he's and so, he, like, he's a
0: roaster, bro. He'll roast your ass yeah. in a quick second.
1: Dude, just him just like casually looking at you like, did you just fucking say that?
0: Exactly. Yeah, he's wild. I like Family Feud. is my favorite. Maybe Who Wants to be a Millionaire?
1: You a big Regis guy?
0: I'm a big millionaire question guy. Like I love multiple choice questions, like on game shows like that.
1: Dude, I'll tell you which game I used to religiously watch when we when I was a kid, like growing up with my parents, was Deal or No Deal.
0: Yes, bro, picking those that boxes. That a big one. Yes, yes, bro, and I like that guy, Howie Mandel. He's a stud,
1: even though he is a psycho. He's OCD, like germaphobe.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a weirdo, but he's he's he was a really good host.
1: Yeah. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about game shows for a little bit, um, but yeah, Trebek was a legend when it came down to it. Um, everybody loved him. I loved him when I watched the show, but um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and say that off of the off of rip. Yeah, it's but, um, it. I don't know, dude. Like, I almost now that I'm
0: thinking about it, I feel like if I watched them, I would like get addicted to him
1: yeah like the game show channel actually get it and then stare because like well again it's one of those things like we talked about with wrestling i think last week or the week before if you grow up on it you're gonna love it but i never really grew up on it that's and as i just mentioned i watched deal or no deal because i like my parents watched it yeah it's that nature versus nurture thing like it was put, put on to me the only time i ever really watched the game shows in like um Wheel of fortune and all that jeopardy was when I was down at my grandparents because they loved it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh it's um it was I grew up on I grew up on the uh on the family feud stuff. Like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was raised on and mom loved Deal or No Deal.
1: Deal or No Deal was awesome. She loved it, man.
0: She was such a big fan of Deal or No Deal.
1: Dude, you know what another show was that was big back in like that era? Um, The Biggest Loser. How much were those? How big of dicks were those trainers to those people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, they were so mean. And I not to sound like an asshole, but most of those time, those people ended up getting fat again.
0: They really did. Which is most of the, most people in general, you know?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you lose weight, sometimes you learn the good habits, but most of the time, like when you're in that situation,
0: it's cyclical, you lose weight, you gain weight, you lose weight, you gain weight, you lose weight, you gain weight, and then ultimately more times than not, you gain the weight and then you pass away. That's how it goes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the life cycle. Literally, literally
0: tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) You lose weight, you gain weight, you lose weight, you gain weight, and then you die. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to break it down in such a simple format, but that is the sequence. If you're fat now, little... you'll be skinny in a few years. And then you'll be yeah. fat after that, and then you'll be skinny or you'll thin out. But lo- like slowly but surely, you gain a little mean average of weight, like over time. You know, like like you gain a little bit over time. Like I started in college at 160 soaking wet, and here I am now. Last weighed two weeks ago, I was at 220 pounds.
1: Jesus, son. Yeah, dude, it's all ass. <laughs> you, yeah, that is a fact. You know me, dude. <laughs> that is so true. I got, I got dude, one. I of feel like Wooties. my body's found that happy medium. I'm, I, I stay around one ninety 190 to one ninety five. Dude, you get me down to one ninety five. I'm, I'm rejoicing. That's <laughs> Stop thirty eating,
0: dude. That's thirty pounds. Dude, here's the thing: I don't eat. I eat a meal a day. But the thing is, this this lockdown before. this lockdown has ruined me, ruined
1: me. What were you before then?
0: Uh, 205, I think. Okay, that's reasonable. I've gained 15 pounds during lockdown.
1: How? Just not being able to work out. You think it'd be the see? That's the opposite for me. When I don't work out, I lose weight.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm my dad's child though. Um, my
1: metabolism's <laughs> not at its peak right now. Oh, mine's not either. My drinking's ruined that.
0: My metabolism's not it. But, hey, we're working there, dude. Look, you get skinny, you get fat, you die. <laughs> Again. That's it. You hear me? You hear me, guys?
1: <laughs> dude, but just think about what they did to those people on that show. Like, yeah. people that were already mentally weak just got destroyed just, by those trainers. Just
0: pile-driven.
1: I mean, just mentally just belittled told you're a fat piece of shit every day the blessing the
0: blessing on that show if i ever go on it is that i was told i was a fat piece of shit every day growing up you know so (laughs) i'm a mental for (laughs) Knox.
1: well i i don't (laughs) think it'd take a lot for you to get like broken down mentally oh so much dude like a lot
0: so much (laughs) I, i i don't even know what would do it full disclosure i've never had it happen
1: I, I, I bet I can see one point where maybe, maybe, but then again, your, your personality is just like, ah, fuck it. What Bad shot after bad shot after bad shot on the golf course.
0: I'll check out. All right. So I'll check out mentally. <laughs> I'll here I save myself from it. So when you can ask any of my buddies that have golfed with me, if I'm having a bad round, everybody's going to have a bad round. But if I'm having a great round, we're all going to have a good time. And I hate that that's the case and I'm working on it, but (laughs) if I'm having a bad round, I'm going to check out mentally and I'm going to make it no fun. How are you going to make it no fun? Just Just the way. Just like, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've always been the guy like in, in our friend group. It's just like, I'm the morale catalyst, right? Oh, a hundred percent. You bring the energy. Where I, where, where my energy goes, that's where the group goes. And it's just the yeah. same effect on the golf course. But on the golf course, I'm very, if I play, if I'm playing a lot, I'm very result oriented and I'm not really mm-hmm. worried about the little things and just having a good time with my buddies. If I'm playing a lot, um, I'm really worried about my game. And if I'm struggling, then I don't give a shit about anybody there and nobody can tell me anything and I don't listen to people. And I just genuinely don't give a, any shits period you can tell me anything and I'd be like, all right, dude, whatever. And then I'm going to get in the care. cart. I'm going to hit my ball and it's going to be a bad shot because I'm swinging like shit and it's going to go in the woods and then I'm going to get in the cart and I'm going to sit down and then I'm going to do the same thing over again, over again. And I'm not going to talk the rest of the round.
1: So yeah, I just bring the entertainment by hitting bad shots.
0: See, I hate hitting bad shots because I've hit, because I got to a point in college where I was really good, like really good, mm-hmm. better than a lot of people. And now i'm not you know like i'm not i'm mm-hmm. not there like anymore but uh i'm still pre- i like to think that i'm still can i can still shoot under 80 uh pretty good pretty consistently if i if i'm hitting it decent and uh some days hey i just don't have it
1: and that's the bottom line but uh hey that i do need the report what's up what you told me to do last week i went to the driving range the next day on friday not consistently but like for the most part, it worked. For
0: I mean, nothing, dude. The beauty about golf is nothing's consistent, you know, like no. literally. But the thing is that if you can get it, if you can minimize your margin of error, that's what's important. You definitely need if you're slicing, guys. If you play, if you play any sports ever, or if you're just a first-time golfer, you're gonna slice the ball. You're gonna slice the ball unless you're a weirdo, like that's that's really too close to the ball and they're hooking everything, which is an anomaly. Um, step away from the ball and start your swing on the inside, and finish on the outside, and it'll straighten your shot dramatically. You'll push the ball left, or for righties, you'll push the ball a little right, but in general, it'll flatten out the slice considerably, if we're being honest. Um, and it's definitely a lot more repeatable. It feels weird as hell, but, I mean, don't you? wouldn't you rather feel weird and have better shots?
1: Oh, yeah. So, like, what was going on for me is I would do it, and it would go, like you said, it would go straight to the right. But then I started to turn the face over a little bit, uh-huh. and it would hit that. It'd go straight and get that baby draw on there. You got, yeah, if, is what you want. Well, that is all hands.
0: So what you're doing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So once you kinda throwing you, the wrist. Once you get the swing path down, then you can really focus on working your hands through because your hips are going to go before your hands because you've you you you've been a hitter your whole life. So like right. that's just the, that's natural for you. Whereas most people, it's not. But. If your hips are already going for your hands, you can really work on your hands and finishing your like flicking your hands at the end and making sure your club heads are coming through the ball the right way. So that's when mm-hmm. you're going to start drawing the ball and hitting it pretty straight.
1: Yeah, that's what they was starting to do. That and it was it was like damn. And, all right. And cool.
0: another thing is, it's like my old swing. You don't need keep your front foot. All baseball players that are just starting out, they bring their front foot up like they're they keep their toe. They bring their front heel up off the ground on the back swing. No, oh, I don't do
1: that anymore. Yeah, we're
0: definitely good. rock back on your heels and literally feel like you're sitting in a chair and swing.
1: That is Oh, I feel like I'm about to blow my knee out every single time.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're you're because you're not as flexible as you used to be. Same. Yeah. That's the way it is, dude. But hey, that'll I mean it works for everybody that I know. That works for the starter.
1: Yeah. And so since we're speaking of golf, and I'm mad we've completely forgot to do this last week. Um, the Masters was this past weekend. It, and was. it was incredible.
0: It was. It was really, really good. I'm, sh- I'm 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 pissed that Tiger didn't perform well. That one hole killed him. But um, you take ten, that man. hole away, he finished it at probably nine under and has a good round.
1: Yeah, I mean, you take away that ten, it was. Um, I'm pretty sure they said that's like his first time he may have ever shot a ten. Maybe I'm pretty sure it's one of the first times he's ever shot a ten, especially in a major. And uh, it was. I mean, that hole. Hole 12 is just – it's such a bad hole on that course. You've seen so many guys go to that hole and just do exactly what it did, just dunk, dunk, dunk right in the water, just leaving it short on that championship pin. And, uh, I mean, you saw Speef do it when he was leading a couple years back, and it was just incredible. And it, it's, it's nuts seeing it happen to somebody like Tiger and all these guys that just continually, like, just hit in the middle of the green – putt it for a two-putt, and you'll be fine. But every time these guys just leave it short because they're going for the pin or they go long and they get in the sand, and which you'd rather go long and get in the sand in that scenario, but it's just crazy. To yeah, me I mean, in hindsight,
0: you, mean, you would always want to go to the sand, but like, in reality, they're thinking, hey, I'm, a, I'm one of the world's list, yeah. best. I'm trying to get aggressive here. But, yeah, I, I totally agree.
1: But if you're a good putter, which Tiger had been putting really good leading yeah. up to that. You put that bitch in the middle of the hole or middle of the green, and you try to make the putt. Don't leave it too long to the right because then it's you know you have the chance for going into the water. But you you put that in the middle of the green and you you try to get your least at least two putt it, which is most of the guy's strategy when you see um, they get to that hole. Um, but anyways, great tournament. Dustin Johnson just comes out and destroys. Shoots a minus 20. I want to say the next guy had a minus fifteen. It was a great, great ending for Dustin DJ. Um he's such a weird guy to me, but he he's goofy and he can hit the crap out of a ball. I'm glad he won it. Um out outside of some of the other guys that have won it. Like I hated when Sergio won it. And like Patrick Reed hated him winning it, but good for Good for DJ winning him one. I know I think that might be his second major this year. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Uh to be honest, I'm not sure. I haven't really either
1: won the US Open or the PGA.
0: I forget. I forget for sure. But also <clears throat> I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, he's the best in the world. Isn't he number one? I'm pretty sure he's number one number one in the world.
1: I mean, after the winning the masters, yeah, I would John imagine. John Rahm
0: so. was number one for a little bit, but yep. I don't he
1: was very disappointing. He came out hot out the, out the gates. Um him and Justin J T I mean, JT was there, and I then he just up. had a bad last day. You've seen it so many times with so many guys. Welcome to golf. They're there on the last day, and they just shit the bed. That is golf in a nutshell, bro. Yep. Unbelievable. But I love the Masters, and it was so cool. You know, I I like it during the spring, obviously, because there's not a whole lot going on. You got baseball, and that's just kind of getting started. But then you get the Masters. You get the Azaleas during spring, and it's all green. It's beautiful, but seeing it in the fall with the foil foliage and it's still being super green was awesome. Yeah, Even was, though like awesome. on the first day they had like a lot of rain because uh, I think their hurricane came through yep. or some crazy, some system and it made the greens like for two days, just incredibly soft.
0: Yeah, it really did. Um, I love the Masters in general. I love the music. I love that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this time around, I love that there wasn't fans. I really did. I loved it because you could actually hear what they were saying and how they were going to approach different shots. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a golf guy, you, this past weekend was awesome to, to be a part of.
1: Yeah. The, I will say the one thing about I do really like normally about the Masters is the par three. And since they didn't get to do that, yeah. it sucked. Part three is cool. You see a lot of stuff. Um, we actually could have talked about this last week. I completely forgot. Did you see John Roms uh skip yes, hole in one?
0: Absolutely that nuts. nuts. That was absolutely insane.
1: I don't I wanna say there might not have been a hole in one this year. I can't remember. Um I was pretty engaged on some football.
0: If there was a hole out, I didn't see it. And I watched a lot of it. Yeah,
1: Yeah. But it was pretty cool how they had it set up on Sunday to where they only had like three games. I want to say on uh, during the Masters. Masters ended early, so then we had like six games late at night, which was kind of cool. But at the same time, you only get what's on your local TV. So I think I only had like two games on it each time.
0: Are you? So uh, it was kind of rough. Are you stoked about the Tiger Woods documentary coming out in January?
1: Did not know that was coming out, dude.
0: On HBO, Tiger Woods dropping a documentary Wait, like Max? no, like no other. I don't know if it's on Max or not, but HBO dropped it on Instagram. It's um, it's it's literally it said uh, no learn learn about Tiger in ways nobody has and it's like watching him grow up from the age of 2 at the Bob Hope show all the way through his younger years obviously when he's dominating on tour at Stanford mm-hmm. all that i am stoked about it it goes through the it goes through that huge uh, uh, divorce and all the uh, cheating and adultery that he was doing it goes through all that crazy shit bro
1: tiger was slanging that dick
0: dude he was a big fan of the sex big fan I'm not gonna say he was not against it. I doubt he's changed in that front in terms of his liking. No, but I no. don't think that. Uh, I think that he might be a little bit, uh, a little bit more faithful to this one this year round, probably.
1: I would hope so. You
0: would, yeah. I, I mean, know. any normal person would hope so.
1: But <sighs> hey, you get beat up by your ex wife with a gol- your own golf club. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say you're you kind of learn your lesson. Rough.
0: But he also did get pulled over, and he was didn't he get a did he get a DUI?
1: Wanna say he got a Dewey, yeah.
0: Wasn't that like at the beginning of this past year? Or is it two years? Year? No, it was two years ago. It was two years ago before he started winning again.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, before he started winning. Yeah. you uh, gotta pretty sure he got the Dewey while he, when he got beat up, yeah. Um and during that whole thing.
0: Yeah, you're hating to see that. But I'm excited
1: about the documentary because I oh, yeah. I
0: think I like to think I know a lot about Tiger, but also like to think I know a little bit about Michael Jordan and the last dance was awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know much about uh, Mike, but like we saw we were, you know, I mean, we were kids, but like we were growing up with Tiger, like we during did. his dominating years. For the most part, we remember most of his, we remember like his 97 masters and stuff like that. But through the two thousands and like early tw- uh, 2010s, we were there for that.
0: We've grown up through the three greatest players in their respective sports ever. Tiger, LeBron and Tom Brady.
1: And you saw the home run champion too. Yep, Barry Bonds.
0: Yep, yeah, we did. We got the watch. We I watched that live. I remember the seven seven hundred and where pissed. he beat
1: where he beat uh, Hank Aaron. Hank, I was pissed because obviously Braves fan.
0: Oh, it was and against the, the Braves, dude. As soon as he hit it, he just both of his arms went up. That shit was lit, yeah. bro. That was so dope. That was I super mean, dope. I,
1: we've talked about steroids before. I just I hated it back then because obviously I was a Braves fan, so I wanted Hank to keep the record. Because he didn't use steroids, or at least we don't know that he did, or, you know, whatever was back then wasn't illegal or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know how that shit goes. But um, speaking of steroids, you see where Robinson Cano got popped for the second time. Did he? Suspended for the year coming up. I would retire if I'm him. Dude, like. Hang it up, bro. For the Mets, I think it's a win.
0: What else does he have to prove?
1: Nothing. He was
0: one of the better second basemen ever.
1: Yeah, you know, like he I don't know why he came to the Mets. I know silky smooth money, swing,
0: but. but I just I don't know. I think he hangs it up. I, if I, if he's smart, he hangs it up.
1: You know who he reminds me of? Got a big contract and then just fell off. Pujols. Yeah. Like I feel bad for the Angels. Like they signed him to a massive deal and just haven't been able to do anything. Luckily they ha- they got Trout through the system, but now they've had to pay Trout. So, they can't get out. They're stuck under a hard rock. They're screwed for at least, I don't know how many more years. Three, however long people thinks he can keep going. But something like that kind of sucks. But now, like, think about the Mets now. Now, they don't have to pay Cano. They can probably go. They can either go get a new guy or they can move Rosario and move somebody into shortstop. But, I mean, that's probably a win for them, to be honest.
0: Definitely long term it's a win. I mean. Yeah. I'll hang it up if I'm going to know. And also, guys, let's just let everybody do steroids and let's get after it. If you don't want to do them, you don't have to do them. If you want to do them, you can do them. But let's just say, let's play baseball. You know, I want to see some 747-foot home runs. And I want to see guys throwing 100 every outing for an entire season.
1: You're already saying that.
0: I'm talking about like starters, bro. I want starters, all of them to be throwing 103. I want all of them. They're pretty much doing that Yeah, They're all sitting
1: 96 to 100. They're
0: throwing, they're pitching around 94, 96. But I'm talking about all of them to be pitching 100. Pitching 100, not the topping out. I'm talking about I want these guys juiced up and I want them to have the recovery time like no other. Like they're getting stem cells after the game. I'm talking about. I wanted to be able to throw 18 straight innings and feel great. That's what I want, dude. We gotta have something different in baseball because baseball is trash. You don't schedule your Gold Glove ceremony on the day of the fucking election, you dumbass. I do
1: have to say that was ass
0: commissioner. Yo, you're an idiot. You're the problem. We gotta get the old dudes yes. out and the and the young guys in with the cute ideas to spice it up. Bottom line, and I hate baseball, and I need steroids and shorter fences and and shorter seasons and smaller stadiums because they don't fill them anyway, and I want better shit to happen because baseball's boring.
1: So when it comes down to, like, steroids and performance-enhancing drugs, you'd think they would, like, to prevent some of these injuries, they'd allow these guys to take certain things to where they don't get hurt.
0: Literally, Steroids. They think people think they make you stronger, but that's only a byproduct of the steroid itself. Right.
1: Steroids. You can recover so quickly that you can continue. Exactly.
0: You you can work out hard as you can, hard as you want to every day, and recover immediately. That is what steroids do. That's what people don't really understand. They're like, oh, he's juiced up, dude. Look at his legs. I'm like, he may just be genetically like superior in that in in the anatomy category, but steroids are built so you can literally play every day at max capacity and run to first as hard as you can and feel great. You know, like yeah. that's like what, that
1: guy with massive legs, a squatting 700s because he was squatting 300 every single day.
0: Yeah, that's the reason. It wasn't because he, he, he just juiced up and didn't work out and was chilling. You know, like those guys right. still have incredible, it doesn't increase your hand-eye coordination. It doesn't increase your athleticism on that front. All it does is re- increase your endurance and stamina. To the point where you're less tired. And if you're playing 162 games, I don't blame these assholes. I played 56 and I didn't want to. Hell, I didn't even play oh, a whole 56. I played like 40 one time and I was gassed. You know, like, yo, to hell with that. 162.
1: Shit. Geez. That's not my cup of tea. All right. I got two things real quick um nba draft did you even pay attention i didn't so i don't really care i just wanted to bring it up i didn't even know
0: there was an nba draft
1: yeah it was last night anthony edwards georgia player went first that's all i know that's cool go dogs that's like our first time
0: (laughs) you're loving that dude y'all are first round pick virgins huh y'all are first round pick
1: virgins no not i mean first overall
0: oh it makes
1: more sense yeah, we had Dom, Dominic Willis, Wilkins, Wilkins, Wilkins.
0: I don't know him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. college basketball, don't know basketball at all.
1: He played for the play for the Hawks, whoever. If you're a basketball fan, you can say screw you, and then you know who I'm talking about. But Dom, Dom from like way back in the where day did, was our first one. Where
0: home. did he go? Uh, like what team? Atlanta. Atlanta. He went to the Hawks? That's pretty cool considering yeah. where he's. Oh, no, no.
1: Anthony? No, our fir- our guy went to the Timberwolves.
0: Oh, what, what position is he A Three years, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, he's a forward, I guess. So I he's a mean, three or a four? Basketball with me, man. Come on. That's a fair point. I don't know positions. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, And then since we brought up HBO, I do wanted to bring up, is there too many streaming services now? I
0: think all of the respective channels that are getting decent ratings are just going to streaming services and getting off DirecTV. TV.
1: Because, like, think about this. Apple TV now uh, was Apple Plus. Now you got HBO, which you have HBO Normal, HBO Go, HBO Now, and now you got HBO Max, which I think they're saying Wonder Woman's going to come out on that now when it hits theaters on Christmas. And um, <laughs> I think the Justice League, Zack Snyder cut, is it going to come out on there, too? And some other things. It's like, That's why overkill. are you... That's overkill. You don't need that many HBO Why don't HBO they just packs.
0: have one HBO?
1: Yeah, Now because now I got to go buy HBO Max, too, when I already have HBO? Like, what the fuck are we doing? That's
0: weird. That's very weird.
1: And then throw in Hulu, Netflix. Um, I know I'm forgetting something else. YouTube TV. You got... You um, got ESPN Plus. Yeah, you
0: got all that shit. Disney Plus. You got...
1: Disney Plus. There we go. But here's my thing. Out. Is it cheaper?
0: Or is, is no. it cheaper or more expensive to do the streaming services all instead of Dish or DirecTV?
1: It's actually not when you have to get the Wi-Fi separate. That's why I still have cable.
0: But most people have Wi-Fi and DirecTV. So, I mean, that doesn't really, I don't think that matters.
1: What I'm saying is, is like the Wi-Fi, say you have DirecTV, I have Comcast. If I was just to do the Wi-Fi and then do like YouTube TV or something like that, ends up being about the same price. Really? For for the package, yeah.
0: I'm just thinking in my head for long term, like when I move up to Nashville, I wonder what I'm going to do. I wonder yeah, what would be the most fundamentally sound position.
1: But see, I like having channels.
0: I might do YouTube TV, bro.
1: That's what I was thinking about. It's like it 50 was, bucks a month. I heard too. it
0: was pretty good.
1: It's not bad. You get your all your local channels, You know your Fox, your CBS, NBC, ESPN, all that stuff. All the stuff you need.
0: I heard it was good. What I was
1: getting at, there's just too much shit.
0: Well, dude, that's. I mean, that's that's the name of this era, dude. It's the information era, bro. They're just information. It's just information overload. Accessibility Mm. overload. They just overload us with too much info, and we don't know how to take it in and be rational with it.
1: Yep. All right, I got to chat my ass, and then we're gonna talk about last week's games, and then this week's games. All right. Do it um twitter and instagram you're trash yeah these stories You're fucking are trash. trash what the fuck is fleets and why are we calling them fleets they're stories they literally took instagram and put it on twitter and instagram decided to fuck all their buttons up like the you know where you go to see your notifications now this is in the top right instead of the bottom dude
0: let me just wait where's my phone
1: Have you not noticed this?
0: Dude, let me just fill you in on something. I've had that update, or I had that update for a while. And then they reverted it on another update a few months ago. But then they're bringing it back. But here's the thing. My update hadn't happened yet. So I'm still, I'm rocking the old one. You're still chilling? What? Let me.
1: Yeah, pull this shit up. Is your butt. Man, fuck you. Yeah,
0: I'm chilling, bro.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, I went to go post one of our stories, and uh, for one of our things on our, you know, our the Instagram page, and just no. It, it I went. It was like uh it went it took me to the reels instead of taking me to, uh, you know, how to post. It was I was I lost it.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Sorry, I was just laughing at a quote um from Barstool. They had their little advisors thing, and the quote on the the caption of the video says. Russell Wilson's playing like actual dirt. I'll take the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that's the logic you gotta go with in the NFL. I know. Low key. Like literally it's the contrarian. Last week he uh last week they hit a um he hit Orbit. one. Who was it? He hit one that was a – it was a primetime Thursday game. Who was it?
1: The Colts Tennessee? It
0: was t- Colts in Tennessee. He said yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said, I literally love the Titans in this, so I'm gonna go Colts.
1: <laughs> oh, was, are we talking about Big Cat? Yeah, no, he does he, that shit all the he time. Said
0: it was it was David.
1: Oh, uh, it was Dave. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Motherfucker. funny motherfucker.
1: No, I've I've watched Big Cat go. Yeah, I I love the over. Um, so and then he talks himself into the under every time. But then he's like, Nope, over is gonna hit this time, no doubt. So he flips back to the They're over. Hilarious. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, sorry about that.
0: Let's get into yeah. um.
1: But yeah, Twitter, Let Instagram, just, you chat my ass because you suck. Well, they do changing. Shit.
0: Instagram stole it from Snapchat. Yep. And then Twitter I mean, steals Snapchat it from. Gets
1: no credit for shit. No,
0: because they're not a. They're not. They tried to make their own social media platform with the dumb stories, yeah. shit, where you can subscribe to them. Nobody watches those. Not not winners. Yeah. You know, winners don't. <laughs> winners don't watch those. Snapchat, get them out of there. You know,
1: just be you can't be subscribed to anything, guys. Yeah,
0: just be a. Uh, just be just be a communication service, you know. That's okay too. Um, But yeah. then Instagram took it, and
1: that's when it really blew up. Yeah, they did. I mean, Instagram blew up the stories. They really did for sure. But yeah, you know the one thing they should have done. What's that? Somebody needs to do it. Bring me the MySpace profile song,
0: dude. I saw a tweet that said that, and that, and that honestly, I wouldn't be any happier. That would yeah, because then
1: you put your music on there.
0: That's also true. <laughs>
1: Hey, give me a quick music update, then we'll get into football. Music
0: update: Still trying to get a uh, a, a date for my recording session because of COVID. Literally three days before I was going to go to Nashville, I got COVID positive. So yeah, that was that was in October or September, right, September right, something right. like that. Um, but um, yeah, that happened. So uh, here we are, dude. I'm just trying to get a date set, and once we get that date set, and the song rip uh, getting get that recorded. I'll have a I'll have a new one up and running, dude. and I'm excited about it because I'm gonna promote the shit out of it.
1: Hell yeah! Didn't you just hit a, a pretty big milestone, dude? So far? We hit
0: eighty thousand streams. That's crazy, nice. eighty thousand for me. Like that's nuts, bro. Right, that's so nuts. I'm still and I haven't put out a song or promoted anything in a while because I couldn't. I haven't been able to. Uh, right. And I'm still averaging. I'm still averaging like a couple hundred listeners weekly.
1: I mean, I, I'm i one of them. So there you go.
0: That's so cool. And I just got notified that I can put uh you know how some of the songs have little movies on Spotify. Like while you're listening yeah. to there's a little movie, I can do that now. I got, oh, I got accepted. Yours. I got nice. I got accepted into that the little program. So that's pretty like dope.
1: Music videos. Yeah.
0: A little like little music clips uh, or video clips on the, uh, the song itself while it's playing. So that's a pretty cool thing that I can do now. But um nice. dude, I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about my new song coming out uh eventually. It realistically it'll probably be first of the year. Um first quarter of the year and uh it's
1: going to be a banger. I'm excited about it for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about last week's games. Um I'll quickly go through our picks and we'll just, we'll talk about the games. Um I I feel like we have to start off with this one. Um, The Cardinals-Bills game. Good God, what a game.
0: That was nuts, dude. That was absolutely nuts. And,
1: dude, you got so fucking lucky. Why? Because you had Bills plus two and a half. I know. And the Cardinals throw up that Hail Mary, and Cliff Kingsbury, I have to give him credit, does a smart thing and doesn't kick the PAT. Because if they block the PAT... It's the only, and they take it back to the house. It's the only way they could have tied the game right then and there. Yep. That's the truth. So it was a smart football play, and you got, you got, you benefited from that. I also benefited from that because I had the over. I was about to say, if anybody's lucky, asshole, play. it's
0: you because the Bills were winning until the Hail Mary. <laughs> so that was miraculous. <laughs>
1: Yes. I'll tell you who wasn't
0: lucky in real life. Let me just fill y'all in on my betting experience this past weekend. (laughs) All right. So there's things if you bet, you know, but if you don't bet, there's teasers that you can do and they tease the points. So somebody's a favored uh, seven points there say it's green Bay Vikings, green Bay's favored minus seven points. That means, or their favorite seven points there. That means they're at minus seven. Well, there's teasers that you can take that increase the odds. So, you get a pick. You can pick between one and six games or or three and six games for these teasers and they increase the number that they have to win or, or win or lose by or score. So my case it would have been all Green Bay has to do is a seven point teaser, which means they instead of having to win by seven, I have they just have to win outright. So it's just a pick Literally, they have to just win. It don't matter what happens. And I had three of those this past weekend, all six-game teasers, and all three of them only lost by one game out of the six games that I had to pick. All three of them. That's $150 on, I think, it was yeah, $150 on $10 bets apiece. No, two of them are hundred dollars bets. was $110. So I lost $275 off of three picks. Technically, I only lost thirty, but the opportunity was two hundred seventy something dollars, and they were close, buddy. Let me feel you And The teasers were all for the, Packers. the Packers was a big no. I had them at minus six. They won by I mean, four. They won by four, though. I know that. That's what I'm saying. It was close. Two points. There. Two fucking points, bro. That's close field in goal. my book. It's a field goal. Yeah, it's got the Jags though. It's like. Exactly. That was a. I thought that was a, ha- a lock, but it was a. Uh, it was rough, and then I lost another teaser by two. Thank God, because the Pats won. The Patriots, uh, the Pats won over the Ravens. So
1: I'm glad that wasn't. No, I do have to say though, you had a pretty decent week on our picks. On, you went seven and five. That's
0: my thing. We I, I I went okay on our picks. So I had to pay my bookie. Rips in the chat. Rips in the chat from having to actually fork out cash to my bookie, but. From now on, I'm taking teasers and picks based off the picks that I make on the show because on the show, I'm in the green. Yep. You know?
1: You are 56 and 53. Exactly. I mean, I'm
0: plus 300 right now.
1: Yeah. You went 3-3 and on the NFL and 4-2 and in college, only missing on the Cincy under 56. SMU plus 2.5. If you want to talk about that one, go ahead. No. No? (laughs) You don't want to talk about that Mm. one? That's a bad beat, man. Dude. I can't. That one was a bad beat.
0: I can't. So ridiculous, dude.
1: And then you missed on the Vikings, Bears, over 43. Bears didn't show up on offense, kind of like I thought they would. Uh, Seattle plus one and a half versus the Rams. Seattle looked like shit. Titans plus one versus the Colts on Thursday night. Colts destroyed them.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Total misread on the Titans, I'll wear that. Everything else, dog shit.
1: Unacceptable. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Unacceptable. So I went 9 and 3. I had the Packers at 13 and a half. We just mentioned they lost by or won by four against the Jags. Bad game. Um, then the only two bets I lost in college were actually replacement bets for two games I got canceled because of COVID. And I actually, Cam and I, we actually talked about this. When I came back to my computer on sun, uh, Sunday, I actually had the Wisconsin over on the card because that's why I had chosen early in the morning. But I tweeted out or put on the Instagram that I was taking the two picks I mentioned on the end of that last episode. The Ole Miss under, which just, good God, Carolina, you actually showed up. Yeah. Um, And then the Arkansas plus 17 and a half just, again, their defense looked like shit. Florida's offense is just that explosive. Um, Speaking of South Carolina, got to mention this, and then we'll get into our picks this week. South Carolina fired – Will Muschamp, um, Mike Bobo, is now the interim head coach. So, interesting week for them. See how they bounce back. They had two of their top, their two starting corners, J.C. Horn, and I can't say the other guy's name, something crazy. Um, it starts with an M. Both of the, their top corners are opting out for the rest of the season. Mississippi State had a bunch of guys either. I think it was fourteen guy, 13 guys transfer and four guys are opting out. So, they might not even be able to field a team this weekend against my Georgia Bulldogs. So, um, keep that in mind when you're gambling this weekend, guys. Um, Let's get in the picks, Cam. All right. We're going to start with NFL or college? Start with a Thursday night game, as we always do. All right. Thursday night game.
0: Absolute banger of a game, if we're being honest. I think it's going to be a great game. Cardinals-Seattle. So, it's the Seahawks-Cardinals, and it's at the the Hawks I think. Yeah, at the Seahawks. And um uh over under is 57, it's a 3 point spread and I do not want to touch the spread, so I'm going over. Over 57. Both of them are, they score a dick ton of points. And um Seattle, Seattle's although their offense looks shaky, um their defense is terrible. Uh Cardinals are very good on the ground and they have DeAndre Hopkins, so I just think I think the Cardinals I think the Cardinals could win, but I also could see the Seahawks winning. Like it's one of those coin tossing games on the spread that I'm not messing around with. So I'm just gonna take. With, I'm gonna mess with the total over under. Uh, there is a percentage chance of rain, but uh, it's like that always in Seattle. I think. Um, I think they still score either way, just simply because the Cardinals can run the ball very well, and Russell Wilson's played in the rain his whole career. So I think that. Uh, I think that. I think the scoring won't be affected by the rain that
1: much. So I'm going over 57. I am also going over 57. Uh, as you just mentioned, Seattle had a rough week this past week, but that was a good, a good Rams defense. Yeah, really good. Arizona's defense isn't that great. They just gave up 30 points to Buffalo. I know Chris Carson is out, but I still like the over. see a lot of points coming here. Cardinals score a lot of points. Seattle, I think Russ Wilson b- bounced back. Mr. Unlimited, he's going to come back. He's going to prove why he's an MVP candidate back tonight against Buda Baker, and Patrick Peterson against the Cardinals. I was leaning Cardinals plus three, but like you said, I can see Seattle coming back. Tyler Lockett's going to play. Metcalf's going to have a big game. Points, 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 points. Hammer it over 57. Give it to me all day. No doubt.
0: Um, my next pick, that for me is gonna be my lock of the week, Vikings, Dallas. I got Vikings minus seven. Um, they just came off a Bears victory, uh, dude. The Vikings are trending, bro. They're looking better and better every week, and they're playing a horrendous Cowboys football
1: team. Hey, you should have followed with me on Monday.
0: I know it. I know it. I should have, but it's I, I, I read too far into the records, bro.
1: I mean, dude, you had to see the Bears trending down. Nick Foles looked like shit. Yes, their defense is good, but Nick Foles and that offense, David Montgomery was out. They didn't really have a running back. Yeah. You had to see it coming. They looked bad. They looked bad for sure. But the Vikings look very good. Adam Thielen needs to work on his catching, though. (laughs) His hands look like bricks in that game. I was probably cold. Even though he had a one-handed touchdown. (laughs) He had two touchdowns, but he dropped so many passes. I like yes. uh I like Vikings minus
0: seven. That's my lock of the week. Um, to be entirely honest, my next pick is not even on my board for for my 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 betting. But um, uh, Ryan gave me the spread. It's Miami Denver minus three and a half. Uh, I got Vikings minus seven as my lock because I can see it. I think Ryan's pretty uh, pretty steadfast on this one though. He loves Miami versus Denver, and honestly, I don't hate it either. Miami's trending up or two for whatever reason. The two of us is is, is going is going great. Um, I'm not going to say he's putting up crazy numbers, but I think he's leading his team the right way, which is good to see. Um, their defense is very good. Broncos defense is always solid for whatever reason, but Denver's quarterback, even he's like the third backup they've had, and he's questionable for the week. I'm sure he'll play, but he is dinged up. And to and their offense is terrible. Anyway, with him, so it's um I think that that's a that's gonna that's gonna be a pretty easy bet as well. That's what I got minus three and a half for Miami. Oh, you can keep going. Oh, you're, we're gonna keep going, and then you pick yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, good. Let's do it that way. Uh, I got my next game is Ravens Titans. Uh, Ravens are a five point favorite at Baltimore. They just came off a tough loss against the Patriots, which was pissing rain. And uh, honestly, I I attribute the victory to the rain, um, but or a close game to the rain. And then the victory, I guess, could you could file it under the Belichick cabinet. But um, the Ravens are five point favorite. The Titans just came off a terrible looking loss. The Ravens did too. I will say that. But it's Ravens at home. I like the Ravens. The Ravens are more electric. The Titans are more dimensional on offense. Titans defense is okay. Ravens defense, pretty good. If they stop the run even a little bit against the Titans, they win by 14. But.
1: I I like that line too. I like the Ravens minus five. I don't with you at all. Yeah,
0: I got Ravens minus five on that one. The next one, biggest question mark in my entire picks. Simply because, either, like I said, I could only see half of the games. And I'm not going to, I wanted to pick out of my, Picks that I could actually pick so I can make the picks personally for my actual financial gain. Um, but, um, this one Steelers minus 10 and a half versus the Jags. The Jags just covered against the Green Bay Packers at Green Bay. Granted, the wind was whipping and it was very cold, so it was hard to throw the ball, and that's the Packers' forte. And they don't, they didn't, they had uh, the Jones guy, but it just didn't look right. You know, like something was off. I think they're missing a O lineman or two, but, um, I like the Steelers. I like what the I, dude for whatever reason outside of that Cowboys debacle, they have been covering machines and they have been beating ass. So I like the Steelers minus ten and a half. Um, honestly, r- better odds. I'd probably tease it down to ten. Just in the in the worst case scenario, you push. Right. Uh, the Jags are on a. I think Minshew's still out. He they're still running that rookie yeah. that rookie. I think the Steelers but, defense. Are, like I think the Steelers defense is going to get after that ass. And um and I like, I do like the Steelers plus ten minus ten and a half. Um, the next one is my Monday night pick, which is the Rams and the Bucks. It's at the Tampa Bay site. Um, to be honest, I like the Bucks against the Saints, and they got drilled. And then I like the Bucks against the Panthers, and they covered easily. So I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. I know this guy. I know they got clear skies on on that Monday, uh, and 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 they're chilling. Um, so. I'm not going to pick a spread because the Rams are looking good right now. I think they're trending upward also. They've been pretty solid all year. Uh the bu- the Bucks are really weird right now. They're 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 hot and cold. But uh that's the reason I'm not taking the spread at all. And I'm going on the over under. Um I love the Rams defense. I really do. I don't love the Rams offense. And that is totally the reason why I'm going under 48 and a half. Um, I could honestly, dude, looking looking at it, I could see the Bucks putting up thirty five. But another point is, I could also see them putting up a goose egg in the first half, like they did against the Saints, and it's over with, you know. So, um, Mm -hmm. I like forty eight and a half, just based off of the Rams' defense and and uh, their lack of offense, because the Bucks off the Bucks' defense are they have great athletes, but for whatever reason, they're not stopping a whole bunch of people. So, um. I think they're good enough to create turnovers, and that's what Jared Goff's good at. So, that could happen. We'll see. I got under forty eight and a half.
1: Um, I'm just going to piggyback off you with off of what you just said right there and roll into my Monday night pick as well. I'm also on the under forty eight and a half in the last eight games for the uh, Rams. There, the under is seven and one. That's pretty much what I'm I'm looking at right here. And when the Bucks play a good defense, they struggle. Yeah. So. That's what I'm going with. I, I'm just thinking they, they play a good defense. They struggle a little bit. The Rams are an under machine. I'm going to hammer that, hammer that, hammer that. Watching the over hits. But um, I'm going to take the under here, and we're just going to roll with that. Um, my next pick, and I feel like this is a lock. This is a mainly because of a story that's coming out this week that Andy Reid has been talking about in the media, and I know he's using this as motivation inside the Kansas City locker room. Kansas City minus seven versus the Raiders. Early in the season, I took the same bet, actually. And the Raiders, dist- not destroyed, they beat them by like 10, but they beat the Raiders. The Raiders beat Kansas City on the road. In Kansas City, after the game, their bus driver did a few laps around the stadium, victory laps. The Chiefs took notice. So, revenge game this week. Kansas City minus seven. McCombs destroys Gruden and the Raiders. Derek Carr doesn't do shit. They stuff Josh Jacobs. Give me the give me the Chiefs minus seven. In a revenge game, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, I don't hate that pick um, either. As Cam mentioned this one earlier, I am all over this one. And this is just has to do purely off what I'm seeing with my eyes. Miami, minus three and a half. They're a good football team. Who knew we would be sitting here right now, going into Week Eleven, Miami potentially winning the AFC East this year? Yeah, I didn't see it. Not with especially once they made the move with Tua. But hey, here we are. Tua's got them rolling. It looks like they made the right call switching over to Tua from Fitzpatrick, because you know how Fitzpatrick is. He's he's due for his loss. Yeah, he's He's hot and cold for sure. Fitzpatrick game. You know, he has his magic moments, but he has his Fitzpatrick moments too. So, I think they made the right move from what it's looking like. I i mean, Drew Locke looked like shit. I'm pretty sure his shoulder's a little messed up. So, give me Miami, minus three and a half. It's on the road in Denver, I know, which means it's a mile high. The air, the wind, the you know, it being cold as shit. Still, Miami, give it to me. Um, as Cam mentioned, another game that I'm taking that he took Vikings minus seven versus Cowboys. Um, As I was saying earlier, I think Dalvin Cook against this Cowboys defense. He is literally going to do what his last name says. He's going to cook. He's going to destroy yeah. the Cowboys. Next in my last game, this one. So for this game, I I toyed with, I I thought about taking that Ravens game as well against Tennessee, just purely off last week's game. I thought about taking the Colts. I thought about taking the under in that game. But I decided to do this. Cleveland minus three versus Philly. And here's why. Mm. Philly sucks. Philly's trash. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb put up over 200 yards rushing last week against Cincinnati. I'm equating Cincinnati and Philly in the same boat right now. And I'm saying Cleveland's defense, four to five sacks on Carson Wentz this week. Miles Garrett has a fucking game. I'm calling it. Book it. Cleveland minus three versus Philly.
0: I hate that I don't have all those lines. That really makes me sad. I didn't (laughs) even know that line. I would have took that for sure.
1: Yep. All right. Time for college football. All right. Cam, start me off with your first picks. I hated the lines this
0: week. Yeah, they were... um... (laughs) They were sus. They're interesting. I like three of them, though. I like three of them. I like two of them a lot. One of them uh, more than average. Um, This is not one of them. I got Indiana plus 20 and a half versus Ohio State. I can see Ohio State winning by exactly 21 and devastating my program mentally. But – I could see Indiana making this a ball game. I don't know what's going on over there in Indiana, but they're winning machines. Their offense is looking good as shit, and they're doing enough to stop people in order to win. Uh, Obviously, Ohio State's a different animal altogether. They have the best quarterback in the country, and uh, there's that, but... I don't know how good Ohio State's defense is right now. I don't know. Simply put, that's. What, I'm not saying. I'm not saying like I don't know. As in, they're not that good. I'm saying is I genuinely have no idea. I know
1: we haven't seen enough football. I,
0: yeah, though. I know for a fact Indiana's offense can score points. I do know that for sure. Um, I know they're all. I know that's. they're. All, I know that their quarterbacks good, and I know that they win. Those are the things that I know. So twenty one points is a lot to lay on a team that's four and zero. Oh. Even though you're Ohio State, that's a lot, in my opinion. So um, I, I could see them losing by 17, 14, something like that. But 21 is a lot. But also, I mean, hey, it's Ohio State. It's hard to bet against them, even though they did just lose the spread against Rutgers. Um, My last one, or my next one, excuse me, is Florida Vandy. I got under 68 and a half because Vandy, although they, although they did score on Kentucky, they haven't scored all year. They haven't scored, period. They haven't scored all year. Um, they did have a good game against Kentucky and still lost. So um, I think Florida can stop them enough. I know for a fact Florida's not, they're not going to get stopped by Vandy. So um, I like under 68 and a half. I think Florida scores 40 plus minimum, and uh, and and it's around between 55 and, and 60 points is what, it, what it'll tell up to, hopefully, for me. Um, my next game is Cincy versus UCF. I have Cincy at minus six. I think that is probably, it's either this one or the next one is going to be my lock of the week on the college side because Cincy is great. I'm telling you right now, they are a great football team. I don't know if they're, obviously, I don't know if they're playoff great, but they are a great football team, relatively speaking, in consideration. When you, when you look at all of college football, they are definitely a top 10 program. Definitely. They've proven that. Um, they're playing UCF. Although UCF is having a decent year, they're not the national champs of 2017, like you know, like they said they were uh, this year. So uh, I do like Cincy minus six for sure. Wisconsin North also Cincy hadn't even had a close game all year. Like literally, they've beaten everybody pretty bad. I can't think of one. They beat who? Tulane? They beat SMU like a drum. They beat SMU by 20 plus. They beat Houston like a drum. They've beaten everybody, bad.
1: Closest game they've had is against Army. And who, what was that? Twenty-four to ten. Twenty-four to ten. So fourteen points. And I remember, I, and that's against the triple. And option. I
0: remember, I took the under on that game and won real money on that one. So let's get
1: it. And they hit the over too, or they they covered the spread. It was at twelve. Yeah. They're, they're spread they're cover, spread man. they're they they're good against they've, the spread they've lost one spread this or two spreads this year and that was what awesome p at 40 and a half and then um hold on usF minus 22 and a half they won 28 to seven so close enough yeah
0: they almost beat that one um I love Cincy, dude. they're they're great to bet on right now especially this year um my next By the game train. Might be the lock looking legit. Wisconsin, Northwestern. I'm not going to tell you he's going to win. I'm not going to tell you he's going to lose. I'm going total points. And the total for this game for these offenses is is kind of insulting. The over under is 44 points. That is 22 points a piece. Both of these teams are averaging like at least 24 a piece minimum. Wisconsin's, oh, Wisconsin's way Wisconsin's higher. Wisconsin's averaging that. 45. Yeah. They're way higher than that. Northwestern, they've played a bunch of games though. And they're they're scoring on average 20, 20 points. They've at least yeah. they've scored twenty points in every game that they've played. So the 44 point total is kind of it almost is such a good number to bet on that it's sketchy because it's like you don't what do they know that we don't? But I'm gonna stick to it and I'm going over 44 lock of the week. Um and uh and and I'm I'm sticking to that because I really do like that a lot. Um, Next game's Tulsa-Tulane, which is tonight. You'll know the result tomorrow, and you're probably going to laugh at me because I'm terrible at weird games like this. But I'm taking Tulsa minus 5.5 over Tulane. Tulane's a pretty good team, and I can see them covering the spread, but Tulsa just came off a big win win versus SMU. SMU is the number 19 team in the country, and they are only a one-loss team, and that was against Cincinnati where they did get rolled. But – They shouldn't have lost that game, if we're being honest. I bet on SMU and lost a lot of money. But Tulsa beat them. They came back. Excellent, excellent comeback by them. Tip your hat. Keep it moving. I'm going to put money on them this week, and they better not fail me because I've already lost money on them once. I better not lose money on them twice because I got real money on them tonight. Tulsa, minus 5.5 versus Tulane. Tulane. I could see Tulane covering, but also Tulsa's riding high momentum versus a great team last week in SMU, relatively speaking, in the conference. And it was great for momentum on a comeback. So I got them at minus five and a half. Next game and last game. Kentucky Bama. I don't like betting Bama spreads. I just don't because historically they haven't been very good at it. This year they've done really well done really well against this red, but Historically, they're not good at it, so I just stay away from it. I've lost many a money, many a dollar, many a currency on a Bama, on a Bama spread. Um, so, I'm, to- I'm taking total points. I got over 58 points. I think Bama could low-key score 58 on their own. But also, I don't love Bama's defense. I think Kentucky can squeeze out 14. That takes it down to, what, what is that, 48, 44? I could see a 44-14 game. And Guess what? That spreads thirty. Just saying. Um, I could see that. So I'm gonna go over fifty-eight, and I'm gonna stay positive. I'm gonna stay optimistic. And um, wait, oh, 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 yeah, I'm going yeah, over. Okay, I'm okay. going over fifty-eight. Uh, I think that Bama. I think Bama could score at least forty-eight of those points if we're being honest. Uh, and Kentucky's got to figure it out. At the very least, late mop-up time touchdowns.
1: Yeah, the only thing with that is literally Kentucky's offense. That's the only thing that's got to scare you. But Alabama's just gonna roll them. They're gonna do exactly what they did in Mississippi State, put up forty something. You gotta hope they get some garbage, two, two garbage time touchdowns. No doubt.
0: That's what if Kentucky can score two touchdowns, the overhits. I like it. That is my that is my prediction. But those are my picks. I love two of them, like one of them, the other one in question if we're being entirely
1: honest. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, all right, I'll start with mine. My first three picks are three of your picks as well so this will be a very interesting week for us Kind of we have a lot of the same picks this week that's tell kind of telling on the lines this week guys. Um, I'm also taking the Indiana plus 20 and a half same reasons you're saying. Indiana's proved that they one they can score some points. they can play some defense they've stopped some explosive offenses. I'm interested to see how this goes. Um, I can see Ohio State covering this very easily. I can see Indiana, you know, keeping this within a 17-point game. They're 4-0. They're they're a decent team. Um, They're pretty good. Don't know if they're a top-notch team yet. We're going to find out this week. I can see Ohio State covering this. Um, It's one of the sketchier picks, but have to believe that Indiana can keep it within 21 points. So I'm going to take that as well. Um, I, again, riding the Cincy train this year, uh, until they lose, I'm riding it in minus six. That is a great line. Fucking hammer it, hammer, hammer, it, hammer it. Hammer it. I, I'm just give it to me, baby.
0: Yeah. I love that. Pick next, too.
1: next same thing. And this one's kind of weird again. Like you were saying Wisconsin Northwestern over 44. You told me that number and it just seemed weird. Wisconsin almost covered the over last week on their own. Yeah. Again, low number. I think they do it again. Last week, it was 53 and a half. They put up like 45. So if they do that again, then here we go. Now, Northwestern, I need to see something real quick. I think it is at Northwestern, which Northwestern does have a notorious slow field, which is not good for an over. But with an over this low, I think that kind of comes out of the question. It is in Northwestern. So that is a little weird because they have the long grass, slow field, notorious slow field. But I like Graham Mertz. I like the way Wisconsin's looking. So give it to yeah, me. I agree. I don't know anything about Northwesterns. Not why that's why I'm not taking the spread. It's like minus seven or something like that. I just can't do it. So give me the over. It just seems like a gimme. It's a little sketchy. Um, give me my next pick. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State over fifty nine. Um, The spread is seven. Oklahoma's the favorite, which is a little weird to me because Oklahoma State has been the better team this year. Oklahoma's been up and down, but Oklahoma has just been scoring all the points recently against Kansas and Texas Tech, right. granted. But they are scoring at will right now. So I got to think they keep some of that momentum rolling. I know Oklahoma State has a pretty good defense. but right, Oklahoma State lost to Texas. Didn't cover. Remember, we took that game. Oklahoma beat Texas, beat the shit out of Texas. Not beat the shit out of Texas, but they scored fifty-four points against Texas and won. I'm just putting two and two together. I'm just again. I'm rooting for football. Rooting for offense. Give me the uh, give me the over. I believe the over. I have it at fifty-nine. Give me that. That seems pretty easy. Um, next I have Coastal App State over forty-eight. Just again, two good teams. Is an interesting line again. I know Coastal has a pretty good defense, but they can put up points. App State's a notorious good program that puts up points. Again, another low number. I'm going to take it. Uh, last game, another Pac-12 game. I've rode them the last two weeks, and I'm going to ride them again. Give me Oregon minus 13 and a half versus UCLA. I love it. I'm riding it, baby. Ride it. They're the best team in the Pac-12. It's not even close. Chip Kelly in UCLA, he's almost done. I think he's done after this year, maybe next. Give it to me. We're going to hammer it. We're going that that might be my lock this week. I really like Oregon minus 13 and a half versus UCLA. I was betting against UCLA last week, so here we go. And you're giving me the best team in the Pac-12 this time. All day. All day. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, that's the picks, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go 24 and oh. lock them in boys lock them in girls we've gone 16 and 8 in the last two weeks so we're gonna keep this train rolling right um let's wrap it up dude absolutely let's wrap it up we had a good episode good lengthy one i'm proud of us oh yeah hey hey these are always fun we had some topics to talk about wasn't all sports it's always fun i'm wearing the freaking i'm wearing some of the merch if you guys want this let me Let's know. Let's get it. This one's green. We're gonna make a red one. Gonna make I have a blue one. I have a gray one. If you all want one, let us know. That'd be
0: tight. That'd be tight for sure. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us again. Uh this is episode 44. Um we're hey, we're just getting started with the momentum on this betting train. Um, so just hey, all I'm saying is rolling. you might not want to fade us anymore. I'm, if you've been fading us, you might be losing lately. <laughs> Hey, you'd be, you be pretty mad. You, you might have been losing lately. But um, thank you guys for hanging out Um, once again. uh, It's episode 44. Let's just get out of here. You know, we're already at the hour mark minimum. And uh, after editing, I don't know. But uh, it won't be much. But um, let's wrap it up. Episode 44. Guys, y'all have a great weekend. Uh, I have nothing else to say. Let's just dive right into the music, you know?
1: Yep. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. That's right. Tell a friend. Be a friend. That's right,
0: dude. Have a great weekend, guys. Y'all be safe out there with the vid, and uh, we're going to keep it going.